we are raising now, I don't know, maybe your research team is too good because we are raising now 3 million, 3 million euros. So maybe they're ahead of their, of their game there. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Pan Gisarellis. He's been managing projects and firms across various industries with a focus on e-business and technology. Amongst his roles was head of business planning for the leading mobile commerce firm Upstream with business development responsibilities in 40 countries. He founded Convert Group in 2014 as an e-commerce consultancy and as we see in SaaS a lot, has now pivoted successfully into an enterprise SaaS play with his partner, Elena. Pan, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Take me back to the consultancy. When was your first dollar revenue there? Well, we, we were going pretty good since we were founded in 2014. So we managed to have uh, businesses and projects in uh, 13 countries around Europe and also Asia. We reached about 2 million euros in annual revenues. So it was going fantastic. Up what until we had that? the idea. To, well, uh, that was about uh, last year that we had these revenues, uh, annual revenues. Okay. So, so founded 2014, took you six years to grow to about 2.3, 2.4 million in revenue. And then what? Well, it was three years uh, ago that L'Oreal came to us and they asked us if they could find a way to measure their market shares in e-commerce. So we told them that this doesn't exist anywhere in the world, neither in Asia or in the United States. Uh, and they asked us to make a project. So that's why how we came with the idea to create a, a SaaS platform to actually give data to brands like L'Oreal on how they perform on e-commerce. But now you have a big question. Do you shut down the agency revenue and go all in our SaaS or do you try and do both? Uh, I was trying to do both for like two years. I saw that this was not possible. So we sold our, our consultancy to Ernst & Young uh, this January. Oh, congrats. And, uh, yeah, that, that was fantastic. Both Deloitte and EY bid to, to buy our consultancy. And we did this just to focus on our dream, which is, you know, to, to go big with our SaaS product. And we, so put all the money, we put all the money in the business. So you sold the consultancy to Ernst & Young in January this year? That's right. How, did, how do you value a, an agency doing 2.4 million top line? Well, it's about the, uh, one times the revenues, you know, since we are in, in, uh, in services or something yep. like that. And uh, we, you know, we, it was a good transaction. They didn't get the founders, they didn't get me. They took my people, uh, they took our clients, uh, and we were able to invest the money, you know, to our business as a product. And actually, it's not the money; it's the focus we wanted to have on what we do. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think you raised fifty thousand in 2017, three point five million in 2019, and another six point nine million in 2020. Was that is that the business you just sold? No, we didn't raise any money for our consulting business. We've raised for our product business, uh, and uh, it's less money than what you said. Oh, we've raised God. about one two. We've raised one two one point two million euros about two years ago. Okay, and and the website is convertgroup.com, correct? That's right. Yep. I wonder why my research team told got these raised. Did you raise debt? No, but. Yeah, that's interesting. 
Okay, but uh, we, we are raising now, I don't know, maybe your research team is too good because we are raising now 3 million, 3 million euros. So maybe they're ahead of their, of their game there. <laughs> well, no, I believe you over my research team. You're straight from the source. So just to be clear, you raised 1.2 million for Convert Group, your product company, in what year? Yeah, that was two years ago. Okay. And, uh, but listen, as we were pouring all the money from our consulting business, it was very, very profitable. Uh, to tell you the truth, the numbers that your research team came up, came with uh, sounds like right. If I uh, calculate how much money uh, I didn't take back as a shareholder, but put back in the product business, it yeah. took a lot of money to, to build what we have today. So it was like like other other companies have heard in your show that their services business was um, funding their product business until it was big enough to go to investors. Yep. Yep. Okay. Got it. So you raised 1.2 million two years ago. What valuation did you raise at? That was uh, $6 million pre-money. It was and two years much, ago. How much revenue were you doing then? Well, it was about uh, 400,000 euros, more or less. Okay. And again, this is just the product business, not the agency. Just the product revenue. business. So it was about you know 12 times our revenues. Yep. Yep. And then what did you grow that 400 grand to in 2020 last year? Well, uh, last year we were about uh, double of that, 800. And okay. this year, again, we are double of that. So every year we go, uh, you know, double times our ARR. That's great. Okay. So 1.6 million now today. And you said you're planning to raise capital now. How much do you want to raise? That's 3 million euros now and about uh, 6 million euros uh, in a series A uh, next year. That's so the plan. Three, 3 million you're looking to raise now. What valuation are you hoping to raise at? Well, we're about 17 to 18 million. Again, it's 15 times our revenues. And, you know, there are many ways to do valuations for, for companies. I think it's more like uh, an art, not, not a science. And uh, we've done all of the valuation methods. But what I think it's more comparable to us, it's similar web that the IPO'd in uh, New York Stock Exchange a couple of weeks ago at 17 times the revenue. So we're something like that, only we focus on e-commerce and data for brands and retailers that are selling uh, fast-moving consumer goods and medicine online. Like L'Oreal, right? So what is a brand? What do they yeah. on average per month? Well, uh, our customers are like L'Oreal, Unilever, P&G, uh, Bayer, GlaxoSmithKline. You know, we have 15 of the 20 biggest multinationals in uh, fast-moving consumer goods and consumer healthcare. And they give us contracts of about... It's enterprise contracts, about 20,000 euros per year on average. You know, a company like L'Oreal would give us double of that, but we have smaller clients with about 10,000 euros per year. Yeah. How many total customers today? We have uh, about 78 customers, 79 customers. And with an average. Where was that a year ago? Uh, that was about a little bit higher than the ha than, uh, than a half. But okay. we are able to increase the revenue from every customer like 10% year after year because we uh, upsell the, the contract we have. We get more, more money from them. Yeah. Are you able to quantify what that upsell revenue looks like? And you know, what's your net dollar retention over the past 12 months? Well, uh, absolutely. Actually, actually, our churn is very, very low. We have 2.5 uh, churn. Uh, Monthly or annually? This is annually. And talking about logo churn, because if we if I tell you about our uh, you know our, our net churn and money, we are minus five percent. I mean, existing customers give us more money than the customers will lose. 
I don't know yeah. if it's our product, it's too, it's a low price because it's abnormal for a startup to lose only 2.5% of the customers. You know, I, I think it's normal to be around 10%. Yeah, I mean, I, I think these economics are good, right? So if we just round up, you're turning 3%, you're expanding that same cohort from a year ago, 8%. So your net dollar retention is 105%, which is the same as negative 5% net churn. Yeah. Um, so it's all healthy economics. Now, how are you getting new customers? What are you spending to get a new $15,000 a year contract? Right. Uh, funny enough, Nathan, we didn't have any marketing department and we didn't have any salespeople. It was happening organic up to today. So now we're investing in the sales organization and you know doing some marketing and spending some money on AdWords and LinkedIn, etc. Up to today, it was uh, word of mouth. So you know, L'Oreal Greece would recommend us to L'Oreal Spain and L'Oreal Spain to L'Oreal Italy and Johnson Johnson, etc. And wow. uh, you know, uh, I, I I try not to feel guilty about it that we didn't spend money to go to to grow faster. But on the other side, I can see now the upside of this that now we are ready. We have the people. We have the um, we know we can we can spend money in order to to grow faster, and all the metrics I told you happened without salespeople. And what's the with, team? What's the team size today? Sorry, what's the? How many on the team today? We are about uh, fifty plus people, something like that. How many engineers? Twenty. Twenty uh, engineers and data scientists. Yeah, we're twenty. Wow. Okay, and how many salespeople? Like, even if they don't have a quota. Okay, no, today we, we just built the, the sales team. We are, it's uh, like uh, three people. We just got the third one on one director. So it's been from January after we sold to EY that we started building the, a, a really great world-class caliper sales team. Four on the sales team with that director, three of them. Those three, are they carrying a quota? Yeah, absolutely. What's the annual quota? Well, uh, you know, th this would bring something like uh, half a million each uh, on, on ARR. Okay, got it. So they have to bring in half a million in ARR. And if they do that, what can they earn full compensation? Well, uh, you know, it's, we do it mostly for, for our salespeople getting extra salaries. Uh, it's not like a percentage of, of sales, but for the director, we have a different arrangement. Having said that, what we're doing at Convert Group, actually, we have a, a, a data marketplace. So it's not selling to L'Oreal that will give us the money or Johnson Johnson. These brands, Nathan, are ready to give us the money. They want data. They want visibility on e-commerce like crazy. It's the easy part. The yeah. difficult part for our salespeople is to convince the retailers. So go around to Carrefour, Ahold Deleuze, or, you know, Pilpak, if it was if they were uh, interested to give us data and convince that, convince them to give us access to their systems because what we do the data we have is with the consent of the online retailer yep so yep. this is the difficult part of our equation now we we will give bonus to our salespeople when they bring on retailers now this can be like you know 3000 euros per retailer they bring on or things like that yeah, no, this is interesting. You know, you remind me a lot of Circle Up uh, and what he did. Uh, you know, Ryan Kaldbeck did with CPG brands. Start off as a data play, then raised a debt fund, then raised a credit fund, and now also sells. I think I think it's called Sphero or something like that. Where basically it's a data play that he sells out to CPG brands. Um, I wonder, do you have plans to ever launch your own, you know, credit fund or debt fund to give debt to you know smaller versions of L'Oreal? Well. Uh... No, I'm not sure about that. Our plan is to, to, to raise at the moment from uh, private investors and institutional investors and uh, grow like that. 
So, sorry, I guess my point is, would you ever offer debt to CPG brands as a value add, like inside of your tool to, to your customers? Can you explain that? Because I'm not sure I get it. Sorry. In other words, you sit on a very unique data set. So if yeah. a new CPG brand signs up for you and you see a unique data set, can you give them capital to help them grow based off the unique data you see or no? Give them capital like percentage or company? Like a percentage share? What do you mean? Sorry. Like, let's say you are running your own fund uh, yeah. that invests in CPG brands. You have a unique yep. data set. Would you ever do that? Use your data set to make investments yourself via Convert Group into other CPG brands. Oh, right. Uh, now I get it. No, I, I, I wouldn't do that. You know, we are really focused on the business we do. We want to give data back to, to uh, brands and FMCGs, and, and that's our business. And we should be totally neutral, you know, like uh, Switzerland, not get involved with any brand. We want to measure uh, the, the global sales of FMCGs, become something like what Nielsen did about 70 years ago, and they became the global brand of measuring the offline sales. We want to do the same for e-commerce. Yeah, but you're in, you're in Athens, Greece, not Switzerland. So we'll see if you pick sides or not. You know how good engineers Athens, Greece has? I bet and, they're uh, great. And, you know, you know, mathematics mind and we can get them half the price that uh, someone can get them in the rest of the Europe or a quarter of the price. What do, you, the what do you pay a senior engineer in Greece? Well, that should be, you know, about 60,000 euros uh, maximum per, per year. So, you know, I think it's a fraction of what Google would pay or other companies. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Last question. You're talking about equity. How much equity do you still own? Well, me and my partner, Elena, it's two of us. We have 60%. So 30% me and 30% Elena. And where's the rest? The rest is with uh, stock options to our team. Uh, we have some early investors, uh, mostly family members. And we have one fund called Unifund that invested in us. 1.2 million. They have 17%. How big is the stock option pool? Well, it's about uh, 10 to 12%. Okay, that's great. I love that. Very yep. cool setup here, Pam. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite book? Well, I have to say Trailblazer from Mark Benio from Salesforce. You know, I really love this guy in the book. Number two, is there a founder you're following or studying? Uh, I like to take things from many founders and CEOs, not one particular. But if I was to name one, I would say my dad because, you know, he taught me most of the things I knew for entrepreneurship. Love that. Uh, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business? Slack, full stop, no comments. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Well, Nathan, funny you should ask that because I don't know how the other entrepreneurs you interview get like six or seven or eight hours of sleep. I admire that. I can't get more than four hours. I mean, uh, I wake oh. up and my brain is working to do what I have to do next to, to my work. So this is something I have not found the balance yet, but that's the way I am. Well, and it's late there now. Hold up your beer. You're, you're drinking a good Corona or something, right? That's power. Yeah, you late get it. <laughs> there you go. All right. And now what's your situation? Uh, well, Pan, I know you're married with that. It sounds like married. Do you have any kids? Yeah, I have two kids. Three? Two. Two kids. Two. Okay. And how old are you? I'm uh, 48 years old. 48. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? <laughs> uh, well, I wish I knew many things. I can name 100 things. But listen, uh, I prefer, I didn't know anything more because of what I am today, it's the, the journey I had to learn all these things I didn't know. So I'm okay with how I was at 20.
Guys, Convert Group gives brands like L'Oreal great insights on CPG information and data sets. They've grown from an $800,000 run a year ago to $1.6 today, doubling year over year. They raised $1.2 million on a $6 million valuation in 2019 and looking to raise $3 million right now on an $18 million valuation. We'll see if they can get it done. 78 customers paying on average $20,000 per year. Their team is 55 people, 20 engineers. We will see what happens next. Pam, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.